You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to session eight. I am thinking that we will be very far (laughs) past, you know, the new year and Christmas break when y'all listen to this, but I think this is a really, really helpful episode because it's Michelle coming back from a couple weeks of time off around the holidays. And I think that, you know, whether that's holiday time off you're taking or time off in general, I think it's just really helpful to hear how that can kind of throw us sometimes and make us also need to reset. And I think this is just going to be a really helpful episode, even if the exact timing doesn't line up this idea of being able to take time off, come back, have a clear vision and how to navigate that is so, so useful. And I think we'll serve y'all so well. So I hope you enjoy there we go. How you doing? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm feeling like a little anxious. I was like, I don't really have anything that's coming up, and then I do. I'm I'm in like the future <laughs> uncertainty mode. Um, but it feels like it's been forever, even though it's just been two weeks. Yeah. Well, I think it's like weirder when you're like off for those two weeks too, right? Because of the holidays and everything. So it's like yeah. really check out yeah. as opposed to just like, oh, I've been kind of working away, but we haven't had a call or something. For sure. That's why I sent you that message in Basecamp that was like, I'm still yeah. alive. <laughs> yeah. Just like enjoying my time off. And honestly, those two weeks was like exactly what I needed. And I'm just like glad that I had that downtime when I did because like – I don't know what working through those two weeks would have been like. Yeah. Well, listen, I think it's like, you know, it's good to just see that you can give yourself both. And I think that's like so much of what you're working on is to see like you can feel really amazing in the business and it can feel good and you can take time off and like those don't have to like, you know, go against each other. So a really important point that I want to make here is that you can love your business and have and love the downtime, right? These can live together and do not have to work against each other. I feel like there's almost this um, mentality in our space where if you really like having time off or downtime, like you don't love your business enough or you're in the wrong business or on the opposite end, if you really loved your business, you wouldn't ever need time off or downtime. And I just think that's such bullshit. No matter how much you love a thing, sometimes it's nice to have space from that. Um, I'm obviously not a mama yet, but this is what I am told is true with kids. You love them more than anything. And sometimes you need your space, you know? So I think the same is true in business. Like I love my business so, so much. And I am a more complete and regulated human when I know I can take time away from it when I need to. And those live together. They do not contradict each other. And so don't use that to make a story that you're in the wrong business or you don't have, you know, the perfect setup because you want downtime or that you're a bad business owner because you want downtime. So just do a quick check-in and see if you have any stories around that and see what you can shift there because I promise these two can and do live together and it is completely normal to love your business and still love time away. Yeah, for sure. And like also that it can be like, you know, like I I still had posts going out almost every day and I would like share those stories and I answered like a couple emails and like even got paid on Christmas Eve, which was so exciting. Um, But like, you know, I wasn't in stories all the time like I normally am. And it was sweet. One of the girls in my community was like, I miss seeing your face in stories. I was like, I'll be back soon. Uh, (laughs) But uh, (laughs) it was just nice like not having – pressure is not even the right word, but like being like, no, I actually get to just pull back and it gets to ebb and flow yep. and, and be different depending on what I need and what the business needs. But the business was fine. It was taken care of. Yeah. And I think, you know, seeing that those can live together, like sometimes I need more downtime or sometimes I need more time in the business, but those get to live together. They don't have to be like in a fight with each other. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think a lot of like my community too was like, 
you know, they were in holiday mode because like even yeah. in the last couple of days, like several people have like signed up for several of like my freebies and joined my list. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you're all coming back and like now starting to think about treatments yes. and starting your IVF cycles and all the things because duh, January, like we're we're back in the swing of things. So Right, right. right. And a lot of clinics are closed over the holidays mm-hmm. and all of that too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was like a good just like reminder of like, look, like people are still finding the things and it's all working mm-hmm. and like I told you in base camp, I have four calls this week, two free ones and two client so ones. And this is like one of my quote unquote busiest weeks um, in a while. And so it's just like exciting to feel like, oh, like we're back in it. And this is just a testament to the work that I did before break. Yes. And and seeing that that doesn't have to be impacted by taking downtime sometimes. Because remember how before it was like – it was so scary almost of like, mm-hmm. but what if something happened or what if Mila needed time – Yeah. You know, had time off from school or whatever. And it's just like seeing like that doesn't have to stop the momentum. Yeah. And it like still works out. And ironically, like she was supposed to be back in school today and now we have like, I don't know, seven inches of snow that's now like melting from the sky. <laughs> so – she's not in school today. So yeah. Yeah. So just like finding that balance and like, cool, what needs to get done? What can wait till tomorrow? Um, yep. And then like enjoying like frolicking around the snow this morning with my family. So. So good. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. It was cold, but good. <laughs> Tell me about some of these uh, future anxieties. <laughs> um, so I think like the – the live stream about like the golden ticket and just starting to think about like future of like working together and all of that like has me being like oh my gosh so there's a couple things coming up there one I'm like very much craving like a desire to like get grounded and like get support in my business long term I also know that I have a strong desire to continue working with you like beyond this and so I think there's just a part of me that's like what's that going to look like? Like, is there going to be an opportunity to work together or will I kind of go back into the waitlist process? Should I be like doubling down on my like research with like this golden ticket piece or like, you know, that that's sort of what's coming up for me. Yeah. So basically if, if someone is on the podcast, I always give them an opportunity to continue regular coaching. You don't have to go back on the waitlist or anything. Um, obviously I think you know, you could still explore the golden ticket thing. I think a lot of my even like regular clients are, that's not like, that doesn't preclude you from doing that by any means, but like, don't, don't feel like there's not a spot if you want it. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. That is, that like feels like amazing relief. And I'm like, oh, now I can really just like use this as a learning opportunity. And if I decide that that feels like a good fit, like that would be a really cool, just like way to be even more invested in like your business and like work with you in a different way. So cool. Totally. Yep. Yep. But, but right. Like, like we had Erica last season and we just transitioned into regular coaching together. Amazing. That's exciting. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. That just made my Monday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then you just like totally cured my anxiety, except I'm like, oh, gotta shake that one off. <laughs> <laughs> gotta shake it out a gotta little bit. Gotta shake it yes, out a little bit. But that's perfect. Yeah, because my brain was like, oh my gosh, should I be like really like doubling down on this? Like what, you know, oh my gosh, the dog the dog brigade is happening. It's okay, Angel. One dog starts barking and everybody, they're like mirroring my, yes. <laughs> my shake yep. it out mm-hmm. They're like, something just happened. Oh gosh, <laughs> yay, get excited. Yeah, but I think it's so important to know you can sit. Like that's really how I've built my business yeah. from day one is like, I want people to know they can stay and then it's not like a cutoff or anything like that. And so no different here just because we're recording it. So something I really want to chat on here is the value of knowing you can stay with the same coach. So that was really coming up for Michelle as kind of being like, well, what are going to be my options after this? Right. And I personally in my business make it such a point to offer um, that current clients can always continue. And here's why I think that's so valuable because we are truly pouring into a relationship like we are pouring into a business, right? So having someone get to know all these parts of you, all these parts of your business, getting really intimate with all of that, it takes a lot, right? Like it takes a lot of energy and effort to let someone else in in that way. And even like the, you know, 18 hours of this podcast. Like there's so much that gets poured into that. And so I really don't take lightly how much a client is pouring into that. And it makes sense to me why 
it's so valuable for them to continue because instead of going and pouring those 18 hours into a new coach and helping them relearn all of those things, <laughs> we get to keep building on those things, right? And that is where I think so many results come from and why so many of my clients stay with me so long is because they really are able to create such a deep level of um, intimacy and knowing and me being so much in partnership and so much part of their business. And so for me, it's so important to continue to offer that opportunity to work together long-term because part of what we did was set that foundation and I want them to be able to use and capitalize on that. So it's not just about what happens in the six months, but everything we poured into that and how to keep making that work. So it's not to say never take a program if you couldn't continue, but it is to say, know that there's so much value in that both as coach and client and really take the, the time to see what you're both pouring into that. And if you can think about always offering that as an option to clients in your business, if that makes sense for your model um, and really helping them see the value in continuation and how staying with the same coach can provide such a compounding effect over time. Ah, that's so exciting. And just makes my heart so happy. And I'm like, <laughs> just, it's funny because I, I also messaged you in Basecamp and I was like, I was reading this thing about like these four things that I had like written out that were going to yeah. happen, which is like so fun. Like, you know, the year before, I don't think I was like that specific with stuff, but like I was basically like, you're going to leave your nine to five. You're going to grow your family. Like you're going to work with Lacey and like all of those things <laughs> And I was like, so cool. What? The other one was like kind of ambiguous. It was like, it was like you're you're like starting this like really big project, but I'm like, literally, it could be that. I don't know. Like it's like a huge yeah. like leap in visibility. So I'm like putting all my ish out there. So it was just kind of crazy. I was like, whoa, like I got some sort of like voodoo magic going on here. Well, I think it's so interesting how little we do that, but how incredible those results are of just like naming and claiming something. Like mm -hmm. I have this little, um, you probably heard me talk about this before, but I have like a little order pad, mm -hmm. like a restaurant order pad mm -hmm. that I just try to write stuff like that down on mm -hmm. quickly sometimes. But I think you know, because it's so easy for me not to. But when I do that, I'm like amazed at how often that comes true. And I just like take the time to like, quote unquote, order. Yeah. And get clear, right? So I wanted to share a little bit about the order pad exercise I mentioned, because I, I have done this, gosh, I mean, it has to be going on at least five or six years, almost as long as I've been in business. And I feel like I haven't uh, shared it with y'all in a while, but I, I love to buy these like restaurant order pads, <laughs> um, you know, that like a server would take your order on or give you a check on. Um, and I love to just quickly write an order to the universe whenever I feel compelled, like obviously ideally every day, but I don't uh, do it every day. Um, but it kind of just reminds me that I want to put in a really clear order, that I want to be very precise with what I want, just like I would at a restaurant, right? And it also is just a really fun way to lighten, you know, the intensity around what you're asking for. I think sometimes we can become so attached. And for me, writing it on an order pad and it just feeling like I'm ordering from the restaurant of the universe feels like a really, really fun and light experience of that. Um, but I am making my order very clear. And I think there is something insanely powerful about that too. Um, if you are always sending a confusing order back, you are always going to get, you know, confusing um, things brought to your table, let's say, right? There's a, um, a story in this book that I like called The Wealthy Spirit. And that's basically what she says. You know, if you're constantly calling back a different order to the kitchen, you're probably not gonna ultimately get what you want. And so this idea just really reminds me of that and really puts it into this very, physical and easy um, exercise that I can do as often as I like. So if that resonates with you, get yourself an order pad on Amazon, <laughs> start writing your order to the universe every day, and just keep remembering how incredibly powerful your own clarity is there and use that exercise for it. Yeah. And it's really interesting too, because like even 
even in some of my desires, like thinking about it, like there's been ebbs and flows in seasons with them too. And like none of them panned out, right, the way that I like thought, yes. right? Like I wasn't like, oh, let me have three miscarriages first before I get pregnant and like we get totally. like the furthest we've been, right? So um, and even like, you know, getting to work together, it was like we did an intensive and then I did like the million her stuff and joined Julia's mastermind for six months and then like this opportunity came along and it's like, that's yeah. not mm-hmm. how I had pictured it at all. Um, but it was like perfect. So just like using that as evidence of like, it always works out even though there's like a lot of turmoil and the turmoil is okay too, right? Like it's okay to like have the freak outs and all of those pieces. Um, yeah. But I think that's just like a nice and evidence bank to start 2022 off with. Totally. And that like when we can have that bigger vision of like, well, this always works out and I'm like here for the journey, it makes the journey less stressful because mm-hmm. we know it's always going to a certain destination as opposed to like we think if it doesn't look a certain way, we're not going to get a certain thing. And that's not really the experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I was actually talking to a friend recently um, and I don't know how the conversation came up, but I was like, yeah, like I, I like don't really have any like regrets per se. Like there are definitely things in my life that I wish I had done differently or better, right? But like I was just, I was just telling mm-hmm. them like, right, like there's something yeah. to learn from everything. And like if we don't yes. screw stuff up or make mistakes or whatever, then like where are the lessons coming from? Like how do we yeah. do better? Um, and so it was just like an interesting – conversation and like a good just like thought process because like I said there are things that I'm like could have done that real different (laughs) but yeah so is the takeaway that you're gonna place uh specific asks this year Mm -hmm. I think so I think I'm gonna well I definitely want to write another letter yeah I definitely Mm want to do the letter exercise again because that's been just really Mm -hmm. nice and it was like fun to like read this like note from past future Michelle being like, yeah. look at all these things, like happy, happy end of 2021. Um, and yeah, maybe, maybe this is just a sign that I need to just put more ask. I don't even know what those things yes. are right now, which is an interesting place to be. Um, I've been mm-hmm. thinking about like my word because I like, like the concept of it. And it was really nice to like listen to y'all's happy thoughts episode about it. Um, and the word that keeps coming through is like embrace. And just, like, mm-hmm. this idea of just, like, embracing all of the good things that are happening in my life. Because yeah. um, I think it's really easy, especially with, like, infertility, to kind of, like, get caught up in the trauma of everything and, like, all the bad things that have happened. Um, and I, I just, like, have this feeling that this is just going to be a really, like, good year in the business and my personal life, like, in becoming a mom again. Like, I'm starting yeah. to get to that place where I'm, like, holy shit, like, I really am pregnant and, like, there's a baby coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, and then freaking, like, As freaking out about that. that. But, like, not <laughs> in, like, you know, obviously, like, I really want this thing. But, like, there's a lot that comes with that. You're like, oh, my God, my clothes yeah. aren't going to fit anymore. Like, we have to, like, figure out the room situation. Like, all the things. So yeah. it's just, like, funny to start to see those shifts of, like, oh, shit, this is really happening, I think. So if you guys have been following me for any length of time, you guys know I talk about trade-offs a lot because I think it is such an important conversation and I think it's one the online space can kind of trick us about. But I really want to talk about it here with Michelle's word embrace because even good things come with other pieces and embracing it all is so important, right? Obviously right now I am in um, my own pregnancy and I think that's a really good example of it. Like. I feel so, so fortunate and so thrilled to be having this baby. And like, as I'm recording this, I am sitting on a pillow because my butt hurts. I have a heating pad (laughs) on my back and I'm relatively uncomfortable (laughs) a lot of the time um, in, in third trimester. And I'm loving being pregnant and I love what it means and all of these things, right? But I think that what we can kind of do in our brains is feel like things have to be all good or all bad and if not something has gone wrong um and you know the the beauty of michelle's word embrace is this idea of like with these things that are coming i might have to embrace other pieces so it's kind of like we've been talking about with her with like with getting more clients i might have to embrace less downtime during my day but how can that be a positive thing or you know, I might have to embrace it being messy sometimes and having to rework the schedule. How can I be okay with that trade-off because it gets me more of what I want? 
So I really just want to encourage you on that. It doesn't mean your word has to be embraced, but how can you look at embracing some of the trade-offs that come up as you get some of the things you want? I think the the fallacy that keeps us all stuck is that if we get what we want, there won't be trade-offs associated with that. And it can really make the experience of getting what we want feel a lot less fun because we're like, wait, but it comes with this? What? It wasn't supposed to come with that, you know? And when we can go, of course it was going to come with that. And how do I embrace that? It's so incredible how much better the experience is overall and how much more easily you let yourself create more and more good things instead of making them wrong. Yeah, no, I love that because I think, you know, something I talk about all the time is trade-offs, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of what you're saying. It's like, how can I embrace all the good even knowing there will be trade-offs? Like I have to get new clothes mm-hmm. and figure out rooms and blah, blah, blah. Like this this shirt I have on, I am only wearing it um, not in public because it's basically a crop top. That's the worst part. Point. You're like, everything becomes a crop top when you're Yeah, pregnant. everything's a crop top. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've also been that awkward like, am I fat or am I pregnant stage where it's just like, yeah. you're just like bloated at the end of the day, which again, like all signs like of good things happening. And I'm like hopeful that we're like starting to come out of the nausea because that has been yeah rough af uh yeah but again like all worth it because again it's all pointing to things are going well and working out and like i was supposed to have an ultrasound this morning but with the weather it was like this is not Mm. worth driving in for um and so i was able to like move it but i was like really proud of myself because i like wasn't freaking out because like i really do think like everything's gonna be okay and i was like oh that feels nice okay good (laughs) That's like, amazing. I feel too shitty for it to not be okay. Yeah. So. You're like, oh, this baby's like stuck in there. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I feel like this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're like making plans with my mom for like support and like all the things that I'm like, oof, my next big scary call will be to daycare to be like, mm, I need to reserve a spot for a baby. So. How many weeks are you now? Um, 11 weeks and some change. Yes. So good. Mm. So yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm like, it's happening. But I love that word, right? Because there's going to be a lot that changes, mm-hmm. even if it's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's like what I'm headed for, like a lot of good change. And I feel like there was a lot of change last year, but it was like tumultuous change. <laughs> and it was really funny because I think on the episode, like I think it was you that was like, you know, some people pick like abundance and <laughs> end up in this. That was my word. Warning! (laughs) Really, because it's learning to find abundance in all in all the things. I was like, I'm that bitch. That was me. It was me. uh, Like hand raise. So yeah, but I think like I don't know. I have a feeling that there's just going to be like a lot of good change this year. Um, Yeah, and so I'm ready for it. And even you know, I'm sure there will be things too because it's life, right? So. Um, but yeah, and I think that's kind of where I'm at. It's, Otherwise, I'm just like slowly. I think embrace is also a way of like you leaning into some of that self-trust stuff too yeah. of like with the business and all of that, mm-hmm. like embracing like the changes that have to be made and all of that. Like mm-hmm. I think that's really helpful because it's almost like trusting yourself to like positively embrace it all as opposed to almost like get into that fear space of it, right? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And just like come back to the like – the, the good pieces. And I don't know, like Embrace has like a warmth to it and it's like hugging it and like with the pandemic, like there hasn't been enough hugging or like community yeah. and all the things. Um, and even just like, I was like so hellbent on getting to Florida to see my fam. I was like, we're going, it's going to happen. And so like I was willing to like keep Mila home for like four days before we mm-hmm. even left to like make sure she didn't get sick. And like, you know, that wouldn't have been my like preference right for like how to spend those four days just because I wasn't feeling well but um it was so worth it in the end to just like get to be with my family and to like hug everyone and I even solo flew with Mila which was like such a big deal Mm -hmm. for me like I was so scared about that and then it truly like could not have worked out more perfectly like the flight was on time by some miracle and she napped in the car for an hour and a half on the way home and I was like so many wins here (laughs) Yes, Thank you, so good. I so appreciate this. Um, 
it's really interesting because I think there's like a little bit of a theme, right? Where it's like when you're super, we've talked about this in past sessions of like that aligned will kind of idea, right? Like when you're super clear, doors open, things work out. When you're kind of in that in between Mm -hmm. is when it feels murky or whatever. Like when you're like, I want the client, but I kind of don't, or I want the space, but I don't, or like, that's when it's messy. But like, Mm -hmm. whenever you get clear, like as evidenced by that trip or that letter or whatever, like it's working out, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's so true. And I think too, like, I think there's times where I like want to force the clarity, but I think that that like back and forth is like part of my process of getting clear. And so just like, being able to honor that even though it's like frustrating at times because I'm like I just want to be clear but it's like like really clarity comes with time for me like and that's where I get it from of like the different pings and I'm like oh no I really do want this thing like this is a silly example but for the longest time Ori was like trying to get me to watch Squid Game and he was like I watched the show like you should totally watch it with me everybody's talking about it it's like one of the most watched things like there's memes all over the internet and you don't even know what they mean and I was like I don't care that I don't know what that memes mean or whatever um, and then like I started seeing them around because you know like that's what happens when people put things in your like sphere yes mm-hmm. um, and I was still like no 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 and then like I, someone said something and I was like oh like maybe I do want to watch this show <laughs> he was like what and I was like I just needed time to like decide that this is what I wanted to do um and then we mm-hmm. enjoyed watching it together and also fun fact like my brother somehow convinced my mom and my sister to watch it like our last day in Florida <laughs> so we watched three episodes with them which is a big deal because they like don't do gore and like my sister was very like, I, I cannot watch the show, but then like you get kind of pulled into the storyline and you're like, but I kind of want to know what happens. Yeah. So. Well, I think what's beautiful about that is like you don't have to make it wrong when you're in that in between, but yeah. you know like the – you getting what you want is on the other side of it. And so it just like kind of inspires you to walk through it a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to almost like avoid it. It's like – oh, no, everything I want is on the other side of processing this. So if it takes me a week or a month to get clarity, it doesn't matter. But, like, that's my work, right? Yeah, and just, like, reminding myself of that and also reminding myself, like, it does ultimately work out in the end. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you never get to a point and then look back and go, well, that didn't work out, right? Because then it's not the end. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. – and it's always – it always ends up happening faster than you thought once you get there. But then in the, like, process, like, the days are just, like, super long. I actually wrote a post about that for tomorrow for my community. It was, like, the years, like, go by real fast. But the days are, like, wholly long. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Well, I think that business and infertility are so matched there in the sense that, like – no one ever thinks they got pregnant as fast as they wanted to. And no one mm-hmm. ever thinks they grew as fast as they wanted to yes. in business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But hindsight's twenty twenty, And sometimes it can be like, oh, actually, it was really fast for us. Or actually, I did grow pretty quickly. But it's always looking back. It's not in it. Right? All right, guys. So I have a, um, like a spoiler, I think, to give you that I wanted to talk about, which is that no one thinks they grew as fast as they wanted to. I feel like when we're not, we think other people must feel like they grew exactly as fast as they wanted to. But I don't think I have ever, ever had a client who grew as fast as they would have ultimately liked to. And that doesn't mean I'm a bad coach, right? I think you know, I have, you know, so many client results that are epic growth and exceedingly fast. And I'm so damn proud of that. And the truth, truth is that when you're in it, it never feels as fast as you want. So even having clients that have gone zero to a million in nine months or, you know, hit 1.6 million in two years or like on and on and on, like, of course, that's so fast. And did they feel like that every step of the way? Hell no, right? All of us wish it was tomorrow, right? If we were all growing as fast as we wanted to, next week we'd all be millionaires, right? Um, And so I just really wanted to level set with that because I think there's this way where it can seem like, well, I would know if I was growing at the right rate or if I was really successful, I would feel like I was growing as fast as I wanted to or whatever. And the truth is, most people don't. Hindsight's just 2020, and you can see, oh, okay, it was always happening, and I always grew fast. 
I think season one of our podcast was a really great representation of that, where the kind of like the whole time Monica felt like she wasn't growing as fast as she wanted to. And then, you know, on the last session when she's having her 10K months and looking back, she's like, oh my God, that was so fast, right? But the hindsight is what makes us think that. It's not what we all feel in the moment. So I really just hope that's good perspective for you to not make yourself wrong in the moment, comparing yourself to what someone else can see in hindsight. Right. And then you're like, oh, that was only a couple of years. Or like the moment I decided this, everything changed. And you can like see it more clearly at that point. But when you're in the muck, you're like, what is happening? What am I doing? Yep. So yeah. Speaking of the business, I'm still like wrapping my head around like what needs to happen. And maybe that's like what my focus is for the next like week is just sort of like getting back into the groove, doing these four calls. Um, from revisiting my base camp to-do list, which is like a lot of yeah. things on it, but it was less overwhelming when I looked at it before this call. I was like, oh, it's not too terrible. Because um, I really do want to like focus on like converting clients and like that's like where, yes. that's the thing that we're working on and working towards. And I want to call in the people because I have, an, the one of the clients this week is a one-off session again. Um, and... The other one is is like wrapping up her month working together. So I'm like, okay, universe, I'm ready. Where are the new people? Both upsell chances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, both of those are upsell chances. Okay. Plus you have two stop the spiral calls. So those are – so okay. think about all four of those as like potential clients, okay. right? Cool. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I think like part of the conversation with the like one-off call will be like, what are you looking for in terms of continued support? Because she's one that's like, res- she like responds to like all my emails and then like, it seems like you could really benefit from like still having that sounding yeah. board. Um, and the other one is going to be going into a, a transfer cycle soon. So um, she may be like, I feel good. Or she might be like, I would like more support through this process. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Only way to find out is to ask her. <laughs> Yeah, totally. And again, that's like kind of your move right now. And like that, I mean, in some ways you have like a perfect week set up Mm -hmm. where you have the initial people, you have the one-off people, and you have the one-month person. And if like you can like lean into like, okay, my only work this week is to like look at what converts here. Mm -hmm. Like that's enough. Like that's, I mean, that's the whole game right Mm -hmm. now really. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to like pay attention to like where the conversions happen. Well, and the reality is, is like, Thinking back on like how I've gotten all of my past clients, like it was one, never the people I thought it was going to be. Two, was Mm -hmm. almost always silent lurkers that I'd never spoken to until they came out of the woodwork and were like, hi, I'd like to learn about working together. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, And then, you know, they turned out to be fabulous, amazing humans. So um, that's another like just like good reminder for me too. And obviously like I didn't have like these calls that I was doing of folks that like I could just connect with more deeply and we're still sort of figuring out like when and how do these calls convert? What like what's the ripple effect of that? Because um, they're still pretty It's new. also probably a, a good week for follow-ups too, mm-hmm. right? Because there's like open ends and things like that from – it sounds weird to say last year, but from last year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right? Um, we're like kind of what you said is like people kind of fall off in that holiday period. And so yep. just re-engaging some of those too. And like if those were the only two things you did this week, like that would be enough, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I also wanted to share because I was really proud of myself for this. Remember the girl that I was like, there was a lot of charge around like following up with her. And so I like just didn't. Mm-hmm. I followed up with her and I like just asked the question and she basically was like, you know, my husband and I talked and we realized like it just wasn't the right time to like invest the money. She's like, but I'm staying open to it and knowing that it can come in different ways. And so she's like, I'm not closing the door on this yet. So it was just like a good, it was just like a good conversation. And I was like, I did it. (laughs) So that was exciting too. Well, I think what's nice about going through those steps of that and getting that information is now your brain can't make up stories Mm -hmm. of like, oh, she was interested and now she's not or this or that or whatever. It's like she's still very interested, very engaged, very much wants it. She's basically just in that gap of figuring out when's the money coming or when's the right time to invest, which like, okay, fine. But like at least you know that. And then it also helps you address that. Like maybe you need to write an email or some posts about being in that gap Mm -hmm. of like knowing you want it but haven't (laughs) having not yet figured out like how to get it or whatever, yes. like it it gives you 
the chance to stop spinning and to really put it like to use for you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I, there's a couple things about that. Like one, I think most folks are in that gap. Like I know that the majority of people that get on calls with me, they want to work together. And usually like it's about deciding like, is this the right investment for me? Right. Because they already have other investments that they're making. Mm-hmm. And so And I think that that's like true for just like period, right? If you have any kind of business, like the majority of your people are going to live in that gap until they decide to get off that fence and come work with you. Mm -hmm. Um, And also like I think something that was really – (laughs) Well, sort of. I don't know that that's totally true because I just want to give you a little bit of credit here. I don't think most businesses, everyone's like, oh, it's super obvious. I just want to work with you. Okay. I think you have to take that in and give yourself credit that like you're getting people to that point. I think it'd be really easy for people to just be like, "Mm, I don't know if I really need coaching. Yeah. So we'll add the asterisk of when people say that they're interested in working with you, they live in the fence. That's that's probably more true and more accurate there. And add the asterisk of, and I can be so proud that so many people want to work with me Mm -hmm. and get it and get this value and are excited about it. Like that's already a huge mountain to climb in business, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. That feels good. The other thing I was going to say that felt good here too is that like I didn't force – like even though like I have a follow-up process, like I didn't force the follow-up and like do it from the space of like I'm freaking out. My brain's in stories. Like I ha- – but I have to follow up this human that I was like, no, I'm just going to take like a couple weeks, see where we go. And then when it felt like good to follow up, I followed up from a clean place and was yeah. able to like debunk some of these like cute stories my brain was telling me. And so I just think it was like a good – Example and evidence for me of just like, like honor, honor like how you're feeling in this because even though your brain's telling you stories, the feelings are still trustworthy at the end of the day. Well, I think what's helpful about that too is to see that like it's never like too late because that can be a story too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like then it's too late to follow up or then it's this. It's like I take the time I need to take and it's never too late to circle back or to do what I want to do there or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I think like too, like I've been putting a lot of pressure on like the email follow-ups, but like a lot of my folks are like connected to me through Instagram and they're like seeing my content oh. there on a regular basis or they're like on my email list, which I've like been adding them to like after the Stop the Spiral calls more like giving it space so it's not like they do a stop the spiral call and they're just inundated with like my welcome sequence because yeah, that yeah. would be too much. Um, but they're like regularly hearing from me there too and just like remembering like it's not that one email that's going to like make or break whether they say yes basically. Yes. Um, so just a lot of like I think reflecting and like good reminders that I've just like been – like as I've started opening my brain back up to business things because I was really proud of myself. I also like in addition to taking time off from my own business, I like took time off from like business things, period. Like I wasn't really listening to podcasts. I wasn't listening to like live streams. So Some of it was like I couldn't handle it. Like the dungeon, like I would pick up my phone and I would start like scrolling like Instagram and I'd be like, oh, this is terrible. So the universe was like, girl, get get off social media basically. Take but, a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so like I just recently sort of like your live stream today was like my first like foray back into the business world. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And it was like a futuristic like blast. <laughs> I was like, whoa, and I'm into back the, into the business world. Um, so yeah, I guess like the question that comes up here is like, okay, cool. So like I'm doing the things like what, what makes sense to like most focus on over the next like week or so. Um, with asterisks of, I think right before break, we talked about um, going through the like last call and like creating content from that. And so like, that's one of the things that's kind of like present that I haven't done because I've just taken time off. So. Yeah. I mean, I think kind of what we were talking about, I think nothing's more important than focusing on the call conversions and circling back with follow-ups, like make that top tier, let's say, priority. Yeah. And then I think underneath that, depending on your snow and childcare sitch. <laughs> I think I think the snow and childcare will be back mm-hmm. to normal tomorrow. Yeah. The snow has stopped. It is melting, which is a good sign. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So th- then I think like save, save the posts for like the secondary thing to do okay. for sure. But yeah, like let that be your priority. And like, again, I think you have to remember like you're in kind of the hardest phase of pregnancy right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shout out to so, all the people who are doing 
pregnancy and really anything else simultaneously. And anything in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, gosh. I'm like, shout out to my infertility warriors and shout out to first trimester pregnant women. <laughs> yep, for sure. So that you just have to give yourself a little bit of a break with yeah. too. Do you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, yeah, get, like if you write one post this week, that's great. If you write 10, fine, like whatever. It's all good. But like, All you got to do is show up for those calls, those follow-ups, those conversions. Like, that's, like, your North Star right now. Yeah. That makes sense. And, like, I put on real clothes today, which I feel like is a miracle because I've worn the same PJs and, like, hoodie the last three days. It's a big deal. Yeah. That's that's progress. Maybe tomorrow, like, I'll even have some, like, mascara on. I don't know. We might get a little (laughs) crazy. Um, So... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like I want to spend some time, like, organizing my follow-up process because I feel like it's still, like, a little – I don't know. It still feels, like, a little, like, messy. And, like, I sort of think about, like, I'm not at a place where I'm, like, outsourcing this by any means. But, like, if I were to hand this to a human and say, hey, like, send a little love to this person or send them this, like, link that Mm -hmm. I, like, you know, think would be valuable for them. There's nothing. There's no process that would make it easy for Mm -hmm. someone to like track it. And that's kind of like how I've been thinking too in my business of like how do I build systems and structures in place so that I can like keep doing these things. Well, I think even like a first go around is how do I build a structure that makes it easy for me to do it? Right. 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 So it's like, oh, it would be much easier for me if I had like four resources somewhere or like three emails that I like to send some version of or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Because if it's easy for you, it's going to be easy for you to pass off. Yes. Yep. And it's going to be easier for you to actually do. If it's hard for you, you're already blocked on even getting them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I like the idea of like having like baseline templates that I can like work on and then obviously like customize to the human. Exactly. Um, And I did like somewhere, I'll have to look for this, but I started to like kind of like batch my like love notes sort of like if this is something that they're struggling with. And so because I always send them a follow-up email being like, this is what I'd love to work on together during our three months together, like summarized from what we talked about on the call. Um, Then like it's sort of like if this is a key thing they're struggling with, then this is a really good resource for that. So it's like easier for me yeah. than having – with like the links as opposed to like me having to like go to the love note page and I have to like pull it up on my phone to get a link and then like send it back to the computer and I'm like, this is just messy. Exactly. And you're like, I've already done this same task maybe 10 times right. or something when if I just had it in one place, that would change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like don't have an easy way right now either to like keep track of – like I have them like in different places. So like I have my emails where I like snooze the email so that it like shows back up in my inbox. But then like if I'm not following up that day, like it's just like – that I'm like snooze. It's just – yeah. And then they're like in Honeymook, but it doesn't tell me like what's happened. So and just got to find the process that works for me. <laughs> I mean, I have, like, a little spreadsheet I can give you, but, like, I would just, like, put everybody in the spreadsheet okay. and make it really easy. I mean, it is not, like, a complicated thing at all, but just to have one place to go back to, I think, is what matters. Like, yeah, it's almost like if you have three tabs open, the process already is harder than it needs to be kind of thing, that's, right? Do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, that's probably true, too. Um, and I could, like, link to, like, my template doc from there, and I could even, like, have the resources on a tab in there, too. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like super simple, but it's just this idea of like, say there's 10 people, they're all in one spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Notes about them are in that spreadsheet. The last time you followed up with them is in that spreadsheet. Like it just takes away all the decision fatigue of being like, what am I supposed to do next? And what did I say last time? And all of that kind of stuff that I think follow-up is already kind of emotionally charged and hard for a lot of us. And so yeah. if we have all those other little barriers with like decisions and tasks and like, multiple places and whatever it just will stop doing it at a certain point you know all right so something michelle and i are talking about here that i really want to touch on for a second is creating a template templates and a process for your own follow-up and how important that can be and the reason that's so important is because for most of us follow-up already feels really charged Right, like Michelle was saying, like, you know, with the one client, she like knew she should follow up, but a lot was coming up for her and she was kind of feeling triggered around it and all of those things. That is so normal. 
right? Follow-up tends to be one of those things that's really, you know, charged or triggering for a lot of people because it, you know, it brings up so much of our own stuff around feeling like we're bugging someone, et cetera, et cetera. There's just so much there is the point. And so when we have something like that, where there is a lot of charge and a lot of mindset stuff, having a really simple system or process that we work through is so crucial because if not, the mindset and the charge will keep us from doing it every time because we don't have the capacity to work through all of that and all of the decisions we'd have to make every time to get it done unless we have a really clear-cut process we're following right so really helpful if you're listening to this going oh wow i really do not do the follow-up i should be doing Yes, do the mindset work around it by all means, but please create a process and a system and templates that you can use so that when your brain is playing games with you, it's still easy to execute. Because if your process is really tough to execute and it's something that's extra charged, you can almost guarantee you won't do it, right? And that's why most people skip follow-ups, even though we know statistically speaking the follow-up is the most important piece of the sale the fortune is in the follow-up blah 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 right but most of us skip that for this exact reason and so yes do your mindset work there but create the process that makes it easy for you to show up even when your brain's kicking up some stories because you will be a hundred times more likely to do it and that's when you build the evidence that it's a positive thing for you and helps the mindset improve over time yeah for sure and i like i feel that like when i sit down and i put like follow-up time on my calendar versus like you know update my like quickbooks like i'm much yeah. more likely to update my quickbooks because i know exactly what i need to do versus the follow-up yeah. i'm like who am I following up with? Like, what did we, when did we last talk? Um, I also started, um, I like created a, a, like a really small questionnaire for my stop the spiral calls that basically just briefly asked them like what they're most looking forward to, what they're most nervous about. And then it asked them like, if you follow me on Instagram, like what's your IG handle? Because one of the problems that I run into a lot is like, folks have these like fertility accounts that are like anonymous and they like don't always have names on them. And so they'll communicate with me yeah, on yeah. those. And then I'm emailing them and I'm like, I don't know that you're the same human. And I'd love to like connect yeah. these two as the same human. Um, and then it almost feels like less personal because you're like, they know they're talking to you on Instagram too, but you don't know they're talking right. to you and on I'm Instagram And I'm like, I want too. to yeah. know who you are. Like I yeah. totally respect your like need for anonymity from like your friends and your family and all of that. But like if we're talking, like I want to know. Oh, look, we have yeah. another visitor. Is your light green? You wanted to get, can you give it to me? Dad is working. Can I have the cookie instead? Thank you. All right, can you go back to your room, please? Well, can I just talk to Miss Lacey and then I'll come cuddle with you? Okay, go back to your room and I'll come cuddle with you a little bit. Everyone in this house is getting saucy right now. Party time. All right, go back to your room and I'll come cuddle you in a minute, okay? Okay. You just want to sit here for a minute while I talk to Miss Lacey? Okay. We recently moved to a toddler bed and um, someone's been struggling with this concept of staying in her room. Mm. Which I think is a very normal. She's not fenced in. <laughs> she's not fenced in. So she she and she's like too smart for her own good. So she like comes out for all the things from like I need to go potty again to you turn this light off that you told me you weren't going to to one more kiss. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, child. One of the trade-offs that I'm getting ready to like super sacrifice is just like any semblance of sleep because I'm like if this. Baby's not keeping us up. This one's going to be waking the baby. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't close doors yeah. quietly either. It's just like Embr hashtag slam. embrace. Hashtag embrace. <laughs> Literally hugging and snuggling the little toddler right now. You're uh, lucky that you're so cute because you are so adorable. <laughs> but anyways. So good. Okay. So template follow-up. But again, get to what you get to. You know the things that are important this mm -hmm. week, which is just getting it done. Yes. And, and I think, like, that's just important to, like, to take that mindset, I think, through first trimester is that, like, done is the win. 
you can't, you know, you mm-hmm. can't hear her because we're recording a podcast and I need to have her in my ears so that I can talk into the microphone. <laughs> but yes, that makes a lot of that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I want to hear her too. Well, maybe another time that you can hear Miss Lacey, okay? Okay. Yeah. But yes, that makes a lot of sense and I feel like too this week is just going to be like momming plus <laughs> Just, like, wrapping my head around, like – and I I think, too, like, I'm just trying to, like, ease back into it and not be, like, I just have to go, like, zero to 60 all of a sudden or, like, um, you know, like, there's a part of me I think you'll know when you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. And my focus is, like, get on the calls. Like, listen to – like, if I want to, like, catch up on, like, podcasts or live streams, like, do that, but not from a place of, like, I have to do it or force of just, like, this feels good. I want to do this. This is how I want to spend this time. Um. And I think that that's something that this just break has given me a lot of, like, clarity around is, like, it doesn't always have to be, like, right now. Like, I get to listen to and honor, like, where I'm at. And that's good and okay, too. Totally. Which is going to be your entire journey for the next little while, right? Yes, for sure. I I think it's – and it just gets to deepen that trust. Like, obviously, everyone's experience is really different, but I've never felt, like, less motivated in my whole life and I'm like a relatively motivated human uh than I did first trimester and then I it just came back yeah (laughs) like I didn't do anything it just came back and then I was ready and so I think Mm -hmm. like it's almost just trusting that like when you're ready you'll feel that Uh as opposed to feeling like how well it's January 3rd so I'm supposed to be ready or whatever do you know what I mean like no you're not yeah (laughs) yeah um I think I think it was like Glennon Doyle that posted something about like the Sunday scaries and how like this was like the scary <laughs> Sunday scary and it was just really <laughs> funny because I was like the ultimate Sunday scary. yeah like there's no scarier Sunday than January 2nd to January 3rd 2022 <laughs> still in the midst of global pandemics and all the things um yeah and I was just like yeah and like it's okay to feel that like I can love what I do and I can still be like oh god tomorrow we're like back in it but the cool thing about working for me is like it doesn't have to be zero to 60. I get to like, you know, do the pace thing. Please don't touch the microphone with your fingers. <laughs> no one wants to hear you banging in their ears. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Um, so that like, even though like it still caused anxiety, just knowing that like felt really good of like, yeah. oh yeah, mm-hmm. like I get to control the like rhythm and the pace here. And like if Mother Nature says we're having a snow day, I do what I need to do. But like don't put a lot of pressure of like Monday must look X way. Um, no, because that's when that's when we're fucked, right? Is because I'm glad I'm came. glad she came here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not gonna lie, I definitely curse around this child sometimes. And I'm like, whoops. <laughs> that's when we're really in trouble though, because we then feel like we're getting it wrong. And so then we're coming from this energy and place of. I'm getting it wrong. I've already gotten it wrong. I'm already starting off wrong. I'm doing it. Like all of that Mm -hmm. is what actually slows us down, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that idea of like just this week, just by showing up to those calls, I'm getting it right. Just this week, just by like making sure I send a couple follow-ups, I'm getting it right. Like that's the the thing which gives you the momentum that you're riding Mm -hmm. to keep going, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to touch the microphone, right? Um, but yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like, you know, going back to this like embrace word of the year, right? It's like yeah. embracing mm-hmm. where we're at and not forcing things and definitely not making ourselves wrong for things because that just makes things harder unnecessarily usually. Um, mm-hmm. And I think like, yeah, it's just – the way you start the year, the really the way you do anything, right, is like how you're going to continue to do the things. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm really excited because I started this call off really anxious, and now I'm like cuddling with a child. I just feel so blissful. Except that after like, this call, easy. I'm going to be like, "Why are we not in our bed? Is our light? Is our light green? <laughs> no." <laughs> so, do you want to talk about? announcing this or how are you feeling about oh that? yes mm-hmm. I forgot about that I put that in my in my little thingy yeah mm-hmm. um yeah I was kind of thinking about the fact that like I feel like I'm almost in like a good gap of just mm-hmm. like 
sharing, um, which feels I like. I I actually am like I'm not really ready to like share on like my like personal page, but like yeah, you know, I could totally share on ThriveF. Um, and like, there's no clients to like email about it, and I do think there's like. Because I was thinking about uh, in the shower, of course, because that's where I, like, do my thinking. Because it's, like, usually uh-huh. some of my only, like, me quiet, quiet time. time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but here, you can have your water. Um, I was thinking about the fact that, like, if a, if someone's, like – so I don't want to talk to folks about it on, like, a Stop the Spiral call. So, like, if at the end of a Stop the Spiral call we talk about working together, I just want to focus on working together there. 100%. But if they, like, come back and they're, like, yeah, I want to work with you, then, like, for at least – a couple weeks before like I know like if you haven't seen it at this point like I can't help you you know because I know yeah, yeah, that, like, yeah. like it's out there I've been like, transparent like yeah. mm-hmm. you might not see the first post or you might be like wait what um and I don't want that to like shock anybody um and so I'm like maybe I like email them back and say hey just like full disclosure I wanted to share this with you and I can just modify the email that we like initially wrote um and just basically say if this changes anything for you I totally understand I don't see this changing our work together um but I want yeah. to be transparent with you about that um and then just like see how that goes kind of thing I think that's perfect and I feel like it's like I don't know if this is the right way to say it but it's almost like a way for you to like lean into starting to share this mm-hmm. as opposed to it feeling like okay, I have to go zero to 60 again. Like, I think that's, like, yeah. the, what we're trying to get away from. Yeah. Like, just like we were talking about with work. It's like, same here. I might just, like, tell a few people via email if they're committing. Mm-hmm. And then I might share it on my business page. And then I might share it on my personal page. And I can kind of, like, slowly step into all that mm-hmm. without feeling like I have to, like, go zero to 60 on all of it. All right, guys. So a really important lesson that I kind of want to end with today is – not feeling like we have to go zero to 60 on anything, (laughs) right? Whether that's leaning into a new year or a new quarter or announcing something to our audience or whatever that is for you. I think there is so much pressure in our space sometimes to just absolutely sprint at things, do it as fast as possible, get the result as fast as possible, like go all in, all of that kind of stuff. And of course, in certain situations that can be really useful, but it can also create so much tension and drama that doesn't need to be there. And it can be a really, really quick way that we make ourselves wrong if we're not doing that. So whether we need to lean into a new quarter more slowly or a new goal more slowly, or roll something out to our audience over time, as opposed to having to announce it everywhere in a single second, like we were talking about with Michelle, the point is, are you giving yourself permission to go at a pace that feels truly good to you? because that's when you're gonna actually execute. That's when you're gonna get things done. And that's when you're gonna build sustainable success. If you are putting this pressure on to go zero to 60 on all of these things that you don't actually want to do that on or that doesn't match the pace that feels best to you, you're gonna burn out or shut down or create a lot of stories and drama and make yourself wrong. Those things will not get you more results and they will not give you a better experience in business. So this idea that we can release the pressure and that we can go at our own pace is so key. And there may be some things that you really sprint at and there may be some things you take your time with, but trusting your own discernment there is going to be so key. But I hadn't even thought about that of like not necessarily making a post about it right away, but just like you know, disclosing to, like, folks who are interested in working together over, like, the next week or two and then, like, um, you know, making a post, like, maybe sometime late next week or the following week so that it's more, like, roll roll out. Because I think we had originally talked about – like, this week you don't feel like you're in a rush to now, like, write this post and, like, convey it or whatever. Like, you, like, have a minute. Yeah. I, like, want to come back before my first thing that I say is, like – I'm pregnant. Like, right. Agree. Agree. Like, like you almost want to get back in the flow there yeah. kind of. And then you're like, okay, yeah. and then I have this thing. But I do think it makes sense to disclose to people that, you know, maybe could be hiring you this week or something. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Is she in her bed? No, Lacey is not in her bed. She is in her office. <laughs> but I'm glad you think Lacey's office is so cozy that she could be in her bed. It's just cozy. It's just cozy there. It's nice, isn't it? But yes, I like yeah, I, I like that idea huge. and I'm glad that you said that because I'm like, oh yeah, duh. Like my because my brain was like, I must share publicly first and then 
I start to disclose, but I can totally just start to disclose. Kind of like how I got to find out that you were pregnant. Exactly. You were like one of the first people I told. <laughs> like I said, it's my MO. People just love to tell yeah. me they're pregnant. Yes, exactly. So that makes sense, right? And then, you know, you get to share when you feel mm-hmm. like almost like re-engaged enough to like think about what you want to say yeah. and maybe even feel a little bit further away from the nausea to get to think through all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because I definitely like – there's a part of me that definitely wants to do like a – either like a live stream or like a training in my Facebook group to really talk about like the experience of like getting pregnant after a loss and kind of like what to anticipate because I think there's so much – hold on, please. I think there's just like so much – value and like the lessons from this like whether you're still in it or if you're like pregnant after infertility and being like what's wrong with me that I'm not enjoying every waking moment of this and I'm not like blissfully walking around glowing right like and it's like no nothing's wrong with you like it's okay that you're anxious it's okay that you have hard days like whether it's pregnancy related or because you have to go to another ultrasound or whatever and like that's definitely been or and like even the lesson of like it doesn't have to like look picture perfect to like work either because I think there's so like and you know I think if you want to like make a pretty letter board and like have the cute t-shirt and the socks and all the things like power to you but if you're doing that because you feel like you have to or you should like that's a totally different vibe and like this recent transfer was very messy whereas like our picture perfect transfer where like Mila came and we took photos under the like sign like it didn't work so yeah. Um, just like a lot of reminders there. And I'm already like, ah, there's so-. – and that's the other reason why I'm like feeling like more ready to like start sharing with my community about my pregnancy because I'm like, there's, there's so, so many there. things I want to tell them and share and like normalize and speak to. And they all relate back to this like fertility journey because it's easy to like sort of idealize. And I, we do this with so many things, right, that like I'll be happy when, right? So it's easy to be like, well, I'll just be happy when I'm pregnant and I'll be so grateful for everything. And that's like, but you can't ignore the fact that you might have hard feelings too. And like, please give all the permission and grace to yourself to like complain and be uncomfortable and be miserable. Like if that's how you're feeling too and like honor the duality of that. So, um, yeah. And I can't, some of these lessons I like can't share yet because I'm like, this is really in context of like, my pregnancy. Yes. Um, I mean, I could share them in other ways, but I really want to like get into the, like the specifics because that's how I like to share. I think that could be like a great way to like almost like re-engage here too. Like obviously focus on what we talked about this week, but like, can you just start writing some of these mm-hmm. and almost like letting it flow and like letting yourself Let get it back out. into yeah. it and almost getting in that like excited place of like, oh, I can't wait to deliver this content, but not feeling like any pressure to be like, oh, I'd have to share now. Like, no, you have a plan for how you'll treat this really well with all potential clients. But like, it can help you like get excited about like getting back into the business too. Yeah, I like that reminder too of like, I can write the content, but I don't have to post the content yet. Yes. <laughs> Which again, my brain exactly. is like, if I write it, then it's getting posted. That's like, no girl, that's not even. No. That's not even a mm-hmm. thing. So good. Okay. So you have like one focus this week, but if you get to the other things, that's great. You feel less anxious, which will take. And also give yourself credit for like having already written this email that you can now just pull, being ready for this, being like in expectation of the fact that you would have to deal with this at some point. Like I think all that's really beautiful. Right. And I also love too that like for all the anxiety I spent like worrying about like, oh my God, what's going to happen? I'm going to lose all these clients. Like then the universe was like, here's a little gap for you to like ease into this. And like the other thing too is like, if, if like, this is really the right next step for someone, like, I don't think that this is going to make a difference for a human. And if it does, that's okay exactly. too, right? It's sort of like how when we were talking about doing the podcast and you told me, you were like, this might change your mind. And when I yep. felt my reaction to it, I was like, oh, no, it actually doesn't at all. Yep. Um, and, like, letting them feel that and honor that whatever way they need to. So and doing the best that so. I can with that on my end. Exactly. And just knowing that, like, it means nothing about you and they get to do what's best for them. Yeah. And I think that's the, like, most important reminder is, like, Mm -hmm. it means nothing about me. And the reality is, like, we talked about this, like, my people want to work with me. Like, that's why they get on calls and they, like, constantly tell me that. Yeah. Um, It's just – it usually – like, I don't want to say it usually doesn't work out. That's not even true. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, like – Sometimes it's, like, not possible for them in, like, a certain moment or that's not the priority or whatever, and that's okay, too. And the ones that, like, are in for it, 
figure it out. And they, they were like, yep, here, here we go. Like we're doing yeah. the thing. So. So good. Beautiful. All right. Well, I'm going to put this stuff in base camp. I'll send you that follow-up spreadsheet. You keep me cool. posted on your ultrasound this week and I will talk to you soon. We'll do. Awesome. Thanks, Lacey. Bye. Beautiful. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.